0: Welcome to another fascinating episode of The You Know Show. We are two geeks who talk about everything. My name is Aaron, and I'm joined by... Uh... No one, as it turns out. Yeah, for this episode, I'm flying solo, unfortunately. Landon, who is usually the guy in the other chair, my cousin and co-host, has been out of town with his family and unable to record... Uh, and unfortunately, when I tried to reach out to some of our other recent guest co hosts, um, the holidays, you know, being upon us like they've been in recent weeks, uh, things just didn't quite work out. But that's okay. We're going to soldier on and power through this episode with just me. So stick with me. Hopefully, we'll still have a pretty decent time. Uh, though, with it just being me here, it feels more like a vlog than a podcast uh call it what you want but uh we're we're gonna get through this and hopefully like i said still have a a good time with it uh getting into the the subject of today's episode uh since we took time last week to look back at some of our favorite movies um of 2023 i thought it would be fun to take a look at the year ahead and see what movies we can get excited about Uh, I'll be looking at these upcoming movies in chronological order, meaning, uh, you know, what comes out in January, what's coming out in February, etc. So keep that in mind as we approach the end of 2024, uh, where there may be less information about the movies that are scheduled for release. Uh, And of course, uh, knowing how Hollywood is, some of those scheduled release dates are apt to change. Uh, so what's, what's on this list is not definitive. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's a long year, got 366 days, uh, to contend with. That's right. It's it's a leap year. We get an extra day. So, uh, go ahead and start thinking about what you're going to do with that extra day when the end of February comes. All right. Are we ready? Okay. Let's, uh, let's start with this coming weekend, January 5th, uh, I'm interested in Night Swim. Uh, I could use a good thriller about now. This one looks decent. It's got um, Wyatt Russell in it. And uh, I don't know, after the holidays and, and watching so many of those sugary, sweet Hallmark movies uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I, I, I could use a thriller in my life. Of course, I did get, get my taste of Die Hard, uh, a little violent night going on. Um, but. Uh, yeah, a good, good thriller would be, would be pretty good. A good ghost story to keep me out of the pool. Uh, January 12th, we've got Mean Girls again. So I'm not familiar with the Mean Girls musical. Uh, I know it's been a thing for a while, um, but Tina Fey is returning, so how can it go wrong? Uh, I do like musicals, and the original Mean Girls movie is a must-watch in my book. In fact, I... Dare say that's one of those movies they should show in every middle and high school, uh, just as a public service announcement against clicks and bullying and I don't know all the stuff that they warn against in that movie. It's 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 got to be seen and it's it's so quotable. Um, so I'm hoping that these songs will be catchy. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm not familiar with the musical at all, but, uh, I'm certainly willing to give this one a shot. Uh, coming up the next week on January 19th, ISS, uh, if I'm remembering the trailer correctly for this one, war breaks out between the superpowers down on planet earth. And, uh, that means that the astronauts and or cosmonauts, uh, from those opposing nations are tasked with completely taking over the International Space Station. Uh, seems like an interesting plot, though it could be a ridiculous plot at the same time. Uh, but I'm intrigued. War in space. I mean, it for Star Wars, right? Uh, hitting February on the 2nd, you've got Argyle coming out. This one is coming from Matthew Vaughn. Uh, that's the guy who gave us Kingsman. Um, kick-ass, among other things, and uh, and we get a post-Superman Henry Cavill in this one. How could it go wrong? Uh, it has something to do with a cat, I think. I'm, I, honestly, I'm not sure what uh, is involved. I haven't looked much into this movie, but um, it does look intriguing. Uh, February 14th, uh, Valentine's Day, we have Madam Web. And is there anything more romantic... And a live-action Spider Verse spinoff that we just know is going to bomb before the second trailer is even hit. All right, I never have high hopes for any of these Sony Marvel adjacent Spider Verse movies, unless they're the actual Spider Verse movies, you know, with the animation and Miles Morales. But if I'm willing to give Venom and Morbius a chance, doesn't Madame Web deserve a shot too? I mean, probably not, but. Uh, I don't know. I've 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 got it here. I've got it on the list, but I've also got other movies on the list that I know I'm not going to go see. Uh, it's possible I will skip this one, and uh, and wait until it hits uh, Max or Hulu wherever Morbius showed up the first time because I didn't see that in the theater either. Uh, it's just it you're you're not drawing me in with these mediocre uh, side hustles here, Sony. Uh Getting into March. On March 1st, we get Dune Part 2. Uh, We have waited long enough for the follow-up to the visually stunning first chapter of Dune. Uh, So just shut up and take my money already. Uh, March 8th, we've got a a movie I didn't know was in the works, Kung Fu Panda 4. Um, I didn't know there was a fourth one coming. Uh, I remember seeing the first three, but if I'm honest, I really only have a memory of seeing the first one. Like I, I know, I know for a fact I've seen all three of the first ones, um, but that very first movie is the only one that I really remember any of the plot or um, any like any of the scenes stick out to me, and and mostly it's uh, him learning kung fu while eating dumplings, <laughs> so uh, maybe that's how I should learn how to defend myself is through food. Uh, I tend to avoid movies aimed at kids while they're in the theater. Uh, the last time I made that mistake was when I saw Incredibles 2. I was really excited about that movie when it came out. And so, um, so I went and saw it. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love kids. I really do. But as a single guy who doesn't have kids of my own, i'm I'm not built with the patience it takes to sit through a movie in a darkened room full of other people's kids who won't shut up. I'm sorry. and I, I hope that doesn't offend any of my parents out there who are who are watching or listening to this. My apologies to any parents of small children that I just offended. You have my pity and my undying respect for the ability to sit through ninety minutes in a dark room with not only your small children but other families as well. Um, there's there should be special rewards for people like you in heaven. Um, so I'll probably be skipping out on Kung Fu Panda and any other um, you know child aimed films from here on out on this list. Uh, Also on March 8th, however, we do have Imaginary. This is more likely what I'll go see if I head to the cinema that weekend. Uh, I've always found the idea of childhood imaginary friends that are really ghosts or potentially malevolent spirits. uh, I find that to be a fascinating storytelling topic. So uh, this one looks interesting. Then on March 22nd, Arthur the King. This is a movie about a dog. So, guaranteed tears at some point in the movie, probably from, like, either the second half or the last third through the end. Um, and if I'm remembering the, the, the trailer correctly, the dog in the movie looks really similar to my own dog, Crypto. Uh, so... I will be sobbing before the credits roll. Uh, this one has Mark Wahlberg. I can't remember what the uh, what the plot behind the the movie is or why they bond with this dog, um, but uh, it does look really good. And you just know the dog is gonna die. I mean, it's just it, it's it's Marley and Me. It's it's uh, Hachi a dog story. Like anytime you put a dog's name in the title of the movie. You know, you know, there's tragedy coming. So I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but I'll be, I'm in. I'll see it. March 29th brings us Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. The follow up to Ghostbusters Afterlife is a must watch as far as I'm concerned. Uh, The requel we got in 2021 lived up to the hype and then some. Uh, So I'm more than happy to return to this world for another chance to cross the streams. See what I did there across the streams? Yeah. Uh, April 12th, we get Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. Is that Godzilla times Kong equals the new empire? I I don't know. I'm not good with math. Uh, More monsters on the big screen, please. And here I thought having Godzilla and Kong meet the first time would be the ultimate in this shared universe. But I guess they have plenty of old movies to glean ideas from. Uh, so they can keep the franchise going. Now, in 2023, here toward the end of the year, um, separate franchise, but uh, Japan gave us Godzilla minus one. And I heard from a lot of critics that it was like one of the best movies of the year. Uh, I haven't had a chance to check that out yet. Uh, Any of you out there who have, let us know. I would love to know, know anyone else's thoughts on it um you know to to hear what critics are saying is one thing but to to hear what uh you folks are are saying if you've had a chance to see Godzilla minus 1 i want to know what you thought uh so so leave a comment uh and and let me know uh i i haven't looked to see if it's available on streaming at this point um as i'm recording this it is january 2nd of 2024 so i'm not sure what's available um but uh i do know i'm interested in seeing this uh other version of godzilla that's that's out there um okay april 26th we have civil war and this is not the marvel cinematic universe civil war this one is one that terrifies me to the core not because it's a scary movie this is an action movie uh and drama but because it feels like a foreshadowing of what's to come in the real world in a lot of very real ways. If if you watch the news, if you keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on politically in our country, um yeah, this is this is a scary movie. Um but it looks really well done. Um man, and and just I don't know if, if you've had a chance to see the the trailer. Um, there's there's a a scene that it shows where you've got Jesse Plemons in the movie, and he is I don't know if I don't know if he's like a, a in the army, if he's a soldier in, in like the actual military, or if he's like a militia guy. But he is he's stopped with several people on the road. Of course, he's got uh, he's armed to the teeth. And um, somebody tells him, we're Americans. And he just looks at him and asks, what kind? That's scary. That's scary to me. If you have to define what kind of American you are to fellow Americans to maybe survive the rest of the day, yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Uh, moving on to something a little less apocalypsy, um, we've got May 3rd, The Fall Guy. I'm pretty sure this is based on the 80s TV show of the same name. I'm not sure if I'm actually interested in seeing this or not. It's got, uh, Ryan Gosling and, um, Emily Blunt in it. Uh, could be good for a laugh or two with action comedy kind of thing. Um, I'm more interested in what's coming out uh, two weeks after that. May 17th, we've got IF. I'm not sure if it's actually called IF or IF. Both letters are uh, capitalized because IF stands for imaginary friend. Uh, So Ryan Reynolds is starring in this movie, and it's written and directed by John Krasinski about childhood imaginary friends who are forgotten when the kids grow up. I will absolutely be seeing this movie. The trailer looks... Both hilarious and heartwarming at the same time. Uh, you've got uh, one of the imaginary friends is voiced by um, Steve Carell. I know you've got a cast of of other voice actors that are coming in, and um, it's it's an all-star cast. It looks great. Um, So I'm looking forward to that one. May 24th, we have Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Uh, I feel like I'm supposed to care about this movie more than I do. The thing is, Mad Max: Fury Road didn't really do a lot for me. Um, sure, it was epic and visually stunning, and the action was you know basically unparalleled. But do I need the prequel? I I don't think I cared that much. Um, you know, walking away from Mad Max: Fury Road. I, yeah, I, I just I just I won't be seeing that one. But also coming out on May twenty fourth. Uh, this one will get my money. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I've always been fascinated by the Planet of the Apes franchise. Those original uh, Planet of the Apes movies, uh, not just the original one, you know, with the uh, spoiler alert. Statue of Liberty at the end, and Charlton Heston realizing, oh, he was on his home world the whole time he was back on Earth. Uh, it's just thousands of years in the future. Um that franchise you know there were 5 movies and a lot of people don't realize that um when when that when that franchise hit back in the 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 60s and 70s um it was it was it was a big deal and there were there were 5 of those movies um and i remember i remember tbs as a kid would do like a special planet of the apes week where every day they would show one of those Planet of the Apes movies. Um, And, yeah, it was... Obviously, those movies got progressively worse. Um, Although, personally, I'm a big fan of Escape from the Planet of the Apes. It's the one where uh, Cornelius and Zira go back in time, and... Visit the seventies of uh, you know the real world or whatever. Um, and so you've got you know two talking apes in the nineteen seventies, and I'm pretty sure the bad guy is Victor Newman from uh, Young and the Restless. How crazy, is that? Anyway, uh, just when you think you're done with a the franchise, they find a way to pull us back in, and of course they would. Why? Why wouldn't Disney continue this? this franchise um, you know, it's been around for more than 50 years. It's the, the trilogy that preceded this um, was fantastic. You know, you've got those three movies where, where your main character is Caesar. uh, And, you know, you watch him from, you know, from him being the only intelligent ape to uh, growing an army of intelligent apes, a society of intelligent apes, and the downfall of, of, of mankind, uh, those three movies were just so well done. Um, Matt Reeves did a great job. I know he did the last two. Uh, I can't remember if he did Rise of the Planet of the Apes or not. Um, and gosh, now that I think about it, it's been so long since I've seen any of those movies. I, I should sit down and watch that whole trilogy again. Uh, but Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes uh, looks interesting. It's it's supposed to take place, uh, I believe, several hundred years following War for the Planet of the Apes, um, and and you've got entirely new characters, and and people are basically savages at this point. Uh, coming up in June on the seventh, we have Ballerina. Ana De Armas leads this movie. Uh, And it's set in the world of John Wick. Who's going to say no to that? Uh, June 14th brings us Inside Out 2. This is a movie I had no clue was coming. Uh, I'm not sure how to feel about it either. I mean, the first Inside Out was brilliant in the way it explored the fragile emotions of a teenager. I loved it. It, I really, from a psychology student point of view, I I thought it was so well done and so uh, I, I love how they personified each of those emotions. Uh, but I'm confused as to how we're being introduced to new emotions in this movie when we've already looked into the minds of the adults, and they only featured the same emotions seen in the first film. So, I guess I'll have to spend my good money to find out how they reconcile this. I I trust Pixar, unless it's a Cars movie. I you know, I trust Pixar. Uh, June 28th, A Quiet Place, Day 1. I will see every movie associated with this franchise based on the brilliance of the first installment alone. You had me at A Quiet Place. On July 19th, we get Twisters. This is one I'll see based on nostalgia alone. Uh, I don't know. Is it a remake? Is it a sequel? Does it really matter? Where's Helen Hunt? Uh, Should she not be in this movie somewhere? Um, I mean, maybe she is. Maybe there's a cameo or something. I just don't know about it yet. But um, Twisters, yes. Sign me up. Uh, July 26th, we have Deadpool 3. As the only MCU film hitting cinemas in 2024, it's kind of a must-see. And uh, I almost feel like it's going to be make or break for Marvel Studios moving forward. They're not in a great position um, moving into this new year. Um, having you know, their most recent movie was a box office bomb, uh, and there has been a lot of pushback on most of what's come out since Endgame. And and I'll be honest, I've I've been. I would say a Marvel apologist trying to, you know, uh, be optimistic about what's happening, and 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 I really do believe that people are not giving Phase Four and Phase now Phase Five a fair share or a fair shake, shake fair shakedown, something like that. This is where I need another person to talk to to bounce things off of. Um, I don't think people are being fair to the MCU. Uh, and the creators in phases four and five because everyone is expecting something on par with Avengers Endgame. And people have to remember, it took them 11 years to build up to Endgame. And you can't just expect that level of excitement, that level of quality, Um, every time you put out a Marvel movie, especially now, if you are, you've, you've gone from where you had all of your main characters, they've, they've grown out of it or died and, and they have faced their big bad and then that's it. So now you've got a new cast of characters coming in to take over as the, the main Avengers and you have a new bad guy. You have to set up a new world, in this case, a multiverse. Um, and people aren't being patient with it. They're not there. I don't think people are being patient and letting that world build for another decade because they they want something on par with in game, which they wouldn't get for another few years while we're waiting for kang dynasty or or secret wars. You know, are we even getting Kang Dynasty anymore? I mean, that's a conversation for another day. Uh, August 9th, Borderlands. This is based on a video game I've never played before. Uh, but the trailer is intriguing enough to possibly draw me in. August 16th, Alien Romulus. Okay, so this is another franchise that can almost guarantee I'll see each new installment at least once. Uh, I'm interested to see where this takes us, considering all the new blood in front of and behind the camera. Uh, August 30th. I'm already shaking my head. Craven the Hunter. Okay, so another one of Sony's Marvel adjacent Spider Man movies without the Spider Man. And if Madame Webb deserves a chance, doesn't Craven. But I do have to ask why is a villain who is known for Hunting the world's most dangerous game. Suddenly an animal rights activist. Graven the Hunter. Brought to you by PETA. Again, I shake my head. September 6th. We're getting into the fall. Coming toward the end of 2024. Uh, September 6th. We get Beetlejuice 2. Uh, We have waited 36 years. For a sequel to Beetlejuice. Will it be worth the wait? Between last year's The Flash and this, it's like Michael Keaton and all of his old roles for the win. Uh, so, I'm expecting a sequel to Mr. Mom at some point. it'd uh, be great. Uh, September 13th, Transformers 1. If I'm not mistaken, this one is supposed to be animated and might be a reboot of the franchise. I don't know what's happening. So I thought that Bumblebee was supposed to be the reboot. I still haven't even seen the the last one, uh, whatever that one came out last year with the uh animal Transformers. Oh, what was it? Transformers Gorillas in the Mist or something? I I can't keep up with all these um, subtitles. Uh, Rise of the Beasts. Is that what was that? Was that it? I don't. I don't even know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it and I I don't care. I, I don't care. Um, October 4th. We have Joker. I'm gonna butcher the subtitle fully do. Is that any is anyone close? Any French speakers out there to help me out with that? Uh, I feel like I I'm I'm I would butcher your language if I were to try to speak it. Uh, after seeing Joker, it firmly landed on my list of movies I think are completely brilliant but I can never watch again. I found it that disturbing. Uh, But will that stop me from seeing the sequel? Absolutely not. Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn, and it's a musical. I'm in. Uh, It'll probably sit right next to Joker on that list of movies I'll never see again. Uh, If it's anything like the first one, great movie. I just can't do it. I just can't do it again. Number eight. Number eight. November eight. Man. I can read. Uh, we get an untitled Venom sequel. Okay, so they, they don't have a title for this movie yet. It's Venom 3. Uh, and we're rounding out the trifecta of Sony's Marvel adjacent movies in 2024. Sony has three Marvel movies coming out. Marvel only has one. What's wrong with this picture? Um, although I will say Marvel has learned its lesson in that less is more. Uh, and I think that Sony, at least I hope Sony stumbles with that. Um, you know, every time every time one of these Sony movies comes out, and I know this sounds horrible, but i I keep hoping that the movies fail miserably so that Sony has no choice but to sell the rights to everything Spider-Man back to Marvel so that the MCU can properly have all of these characters. Um, But, you know, for every three or four live action crap fest of, of a Spider movie we get, from Sony, we also get the brilliance of the animated Spider Verse movies. So, uh, so there's that. Um, so yeah, I'm sure we'll know more about this one once a title has been officially announced. Uh, you know, I don't know much about the Venom character beyond uh, it, its relationship with Spider Man, which is not a thing in these movies um and venom's relationship with carnage we've already explored the carnage character we did that with with uh you know the last venom movie so i i don't know i don't know what to expect from this one i don't even know how to to throw any conjecture out there about what to expect uh and with all the ups and downs in hollywood's these hollywood these these, these days excuse me Uh, Who's to say this one isn't even going to be postponed to 2025 as it is? So, a lot of high hopes here. Uh, November 22nd, we get Gladiator 2. Uh, I have to laugh because just like that, 24 years have passed and we get a sequel to a movie where the title protagonist died at the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Russell Crowe, the gladiator, Maximus, uh, he died at the end. He he beat the Emperor. He was a good guy, and he, he won, but he also died. The Gladiator story had a definitive ending. What story is there to continue? Uh, but you got Ridley Scott coming back to direct again, and so, so I'm there. I'm there. I trust that uh, they're telling a decent story. I'm sure I'll be entertained. Uh, November 27th, we get Wicked. I have never seen Wicked on stage. I read the book. I thought it was fascinating. I do love the music from Wicked. Um, and uh, and I really, I've always found like this alternative take on the Oz story fascinating. My problem here is, and then this is going to be a hot take, I cannot stand Ariana Grande. Can't stand her. Uh, I may just have to suck it up and deal with seeing her as Glinda, uh, so so I can finally see this thing. But I mean, why, I mean, why, why couldn't we just bring back Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel? You know, they they brought these characters to life on stage, and they're legendary. Why why can't we bring that? I know. This is we're talking like 20 years ago when they played this part, these parts, and they've aged. Who cares? They're both still beautiful women. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Age is a number. And you know they can still hit those notes. You know they can. Um personally, I'd I would rather I'd rather see somebody's shaky camcorder video of the Broadway production with uh those two in it. Then see a highly polished, big-budget version with Ariana Grande. There, I said it. Deal with it. December 13th, Untitled Karate Kid Movie. Again, I said as we come toward the end of the year, we're going to get less and less information about these movies, um, and so that's why we have these movies that are untitled whatever. Uh, but Untitled Karate Kid Movie... There hasn't been a trailer for this. There's no plot synopsis for this movie yet. All that's been put out there is an announcement from Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan saying they're searching for the next Karate Kid. So both of these guys are involved. It looks like we're meant to connect the 80s franchise, the original Karate Kid, with the 2010 w- remake that where Jackie Chan was Mr. Han. And you had, uh, his, his karate kid was, uh, um, Will Smith's kid. Uh, what's his name? Jaden, uh, Jaden Smith. And it wasn't, it wasn't karate. It was, it was Kung Fu. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that movie was only called Karate Kid here in America. Uh, and elsewhere it was, it was referred to as the Kung Fu Kid. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I really am. I love the Karate Kid franchise. I do. I didn't care much for the remake in 2010. Um, but uh, Cobra Kai has me completely won over. You know, it, I point to Cobra Kai as the way you do a sequel years later, if you're going to do it. Because you've got creators behind the scenes who loved the originals. They loved the original movies. And... And this show that they have put together to continue that story all these years later, it's like a, it's like they're writing a love letter to those original Karate Kid movies, um, and so if we're connecting the old franchise with the remake and and starting over with something new are we connecting to Cobra Kai? Because Cobra Kai is brilliant. It's been like, we've had five seasons of it so far. A sixth season is on the way. It's the sixth and final season. Um, I'm curious. I hope it connects in some way. Uh, It's going to be disappointing if it doesn't. Um, And I think it's going to be confusing if it doesn't, especially if we're connecting Ralph Macchio's world with Jackie Chan's world. Um. I don't know, but it's Karate Kid, so I'm gonna give it a shot. Uh, let's see here, what else we got? December twentieth, Mufasa the Lion King. I'm I'm no It's no secret I don't like Disney live action movies. I don't like live action remakes. Uh, I've gone on record saying that many many times. Uh, so when it comes to a prequel to the 2019 remake of the Lion King. I'm not excited even a little bit. You got no James Earl Jones as Mufasa, which I consider a party foul. I mean, I know he's aged out of the role, especially if we're talking about a younger version of Mufasa. That's fine. I get it. He's... James Earl Jones, I'm pretty sure, is in his 90s now. But that being said, how can you hear Mufasa and not hear James Earl Jones? Right, It's like Darth Vader. How do you do do Darth Vader and not hear James Earl Jones' voice? Uh, Still, I can't imagine the realism of the CGI animals and their lack of human expression will be any better than the last time they tried. So, you know, just if you go see it, let me know if it's any good because I don't care. Maybe I'll catch it on Disney Plus at some point, but probably not because I still haven't even seen the new Little Mermaid or Dumbo remakes. I just, I, I can't do it. I don't care. Like, people, people, okay, this is going to turn into a rant and I don't mean for it to. The um, Little Mermaid, okay. I got chills when they first released the teaser with Hallie Bailey playing Ariel. Uh, it was brilliant. She's got a beautiful voice. I have no doubt she pulled off that part. But on principle, I hate live action remakes. I have no desire to see it. I have no desire to see any of them anymore. The only one that I've I've actively enjoyed was the jungle book. I don't know why. I don't know why that's the one that that does it for me. None of the others, Cinderella, Beauty of the Beast, Maleficent, Cruella, especially, especially those two. I mean, why can't a bad guy just be a bad guy? Don't don't give me a Cruella origin story and make me feel something for this woman who somewhere down the line decides she wants to skin 101 puppies? No. No. I'm not gonna feel sorry for her. That's like feeling sorry for somebody who's running a dogfighting ring in their basement. Sorry. I don't feel sorry for you. You are the bad guy. All right, moving on. December 20th also brings us Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Uh, The only thing holding me back from wanting to see this one is that I haven't seen the second one yet. Uh, I will say I enjoyed the first one very much. Uh, I just haven't had time uh, or made time to see the second one. Uh, I'll get there, and I'm sure, you know, we've got a year off before this one comes out, so I'm sure I'll find time to see Sonic 2 uh, before then. I will say Sonic 3 was my favorite of the uh, Sonic video games on the Genesis. Uh, not sure why that is. I, was, I think it was easier to get the Chaos Emeralds uh, in that one than it was in the first two, but that's just me. Uh, okay, that does it for our look ahead at 2024 in the cinema. Uh, what movies are you looking forward to in the next year? Did I leave anything out that you felt should have been included? Um, be sure to let me know. Uh, what movies are you excited about? Uh, and let me know down in the comments. Uh, even though Landon isn't here, we still want you to be part of this conversation. So, um, I mean, especially now since it's just me sitting here talking to myself. Talk back to me. Uh, I'm sure this isn't an exhaustive list for myself. There are likely plenty of movies I mentioned that I may never get around to seeing, and I have no doubt that a handful slipped by me that may have trailers I've forgotten about and will think are absolutely brilliant. Only time will tell. In the meantime, I want to remind you to hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, And be sure to tap that bell icon so you'll be notified whenever we drop something new here. Uh, Until next time, have a great whatever it is, wherever you are.